What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, a kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up this wonderful community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and before I continue and tell you who's on the show, even though if you clicked on the, this episode, you already know who's on the show, spoiler alert, it's Erin Thatcher, and she's delightful. Uh, I wanted to just talk to you about why this is late than it should have been and it's the same old excuse uh summer camp is draining every ounce of energy out of my body uh i literally plop down on the couch every night and yes i do plop it sounds like a plop it's exactly what you think of uh but i i plop down on the couch and next thing i know it's like one o'clock in the morning and i I passed out from exhaustion and I was sleeping and snoring and I go up, I walk upstairs to my bed and there I sleep until I wake up in the morning and do it all over again. So I haven't had the time and energy to put into getting this episode out there. And for that, I apologize. Um, There was also some audio issues that I just had to wrap my brain around to fix on my end. Aaron's audio is, it was perfect. Just on my end, something weird and wonky has been happening. So I'm trying to learn how to fix that. So that is why it's taken a while, but it doesn't matter because we're here now and you want to listen to an episode featuring another best friend and this best friend, Aaron Thatcher, AKA at NI nurse on Twitter. I probably already said that, but I've done this intro at least 16 times. So I'm not redoing it. Um, uh, Aaron and I sat down and we talked about lots of things, including, uh, why she became a nurse, her love of reading, uh, and her creative process, uh, about creating a D and D character for the first time. And speaking of the D and D character, um, she, along with other kind of honeys in this community, created their own Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Lady Slaycast where it's every I think it's now every 2 weeks you can listen to an ep- the next episode of their adventures in D&D many of them playing for the very first time Aaron included um if you want to learn or know or find out one of those words uh where you can listen to uh, the Lady Slay cast. Uh, you can go. I'm going to send you to their website where it has all their information. You can go to slaycast.com. That's slaycast, one word, dot com. And on there, you can find out uh, where you can listen, where you can watch, because they started live streaming, which is pretty awesome. As well as if you want to support them on Patreon, which uh, if you have a dollar or two, go ahead and consider throwing it their way, because they put in a lot of work into this, and um, they deserve it. And I hope that I have a chance to get on all the, the members of Slay on the show eventually in the future. But enough of that the intro's out of the way. This is take number 17, but it's only take number one in your heart and in your ears. So without further ado, let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a while. I've wanted you on since I started the show. Oh, well, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so nice to hear your voice because I'm so used to just our interaction being text based. Yeah, now you get to hear the accent. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, I heard it on Slay, which yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, um, it's nice to always put a voice to to words that you read all the time. Yeah. Um, where are you from, Aaron? For those of you us that don't know i am born and raised in texas ah one of those texas folks i am uh (laughs) what is it about texas that makes texas special uh the food 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the best thing to eat in Texas? Oh, God. Barbecue. Yeah. Whataburger. <laughs> I've heard a lot about this Whataburger. Is it that delicious? It is. Is it better than everything else, like In-N-Out and Five Guys and it's, stuff? It is better. Like In-N-Out, I like In-N-Out because we have it here now. I don't yeah. like their fries. Whataburger mm. has amazing fries. They have this really good ketchup. I don't know what's in the ketchup, and I swear there's crack in the Dr. Pepper because <laughs> <laughs> it is the best Dr. Pepper you'll have anywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, you said ketchup. I, that's not a big selling point for me. I hate ketchup with a oh, passion. They do have really good mustard. <laughs> Don't like that either, but well, I'm a very picky. I'm a very picky eater. Apparently. Yeah. Um, what do you do down there in Texas? I am a registered nurse. And do you like doing the whole nursing stuff? I do. I love being a nurse. I've been yeah. going on eight years now since I've... Wow. What made you want to become a nurse? Um, it was actually my dad's idea. Like when I got to about senior year of high school, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to major in or the stuff I wanted to major in wasn't really feasible. <laughs> okay. Like, and what were some of those things? Uh, I wanted to go to art school for photography. Oh, okay. But the school I wanted to go to was uh, like 40000 a semester. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And it was in, like, Georgia. So my dad was like, no, because my dad uh, was paying for my college. So Mm -hmm. he ended up suggesting, he was like, well, have you ever thought about nursing? And I hadn't really. And I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And at that point, I didn't really know what nurses did besides, you know, they take your vital signs. You're at the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. I'd never been to a Mm -hmm. hospital or anything like that. And so I figured, yeah, that'd be great. And then I got into nursing school, and I was like, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) A, How intense is nursing school? It's pretty intense. Like, it's comparable with law school. Yeah. Because you have to know, you take a lot, it's a lot of heavy science classes. I mean, I had to take anatomy, physiology, microbiology, pathophysiology, mm-hmm. just to get into the program. Yeah. And then once you're in, you've got to know pharmacology and all your signs and symptoms of stuff. And then once you, when I, I was in LVM before, and then when you move into RN, you have to learn not only that stuff, like, the LVNs learn how to do stuff. RNs mm-hmm. are learning why, and you have to be able to delegate tasks. So you're in charge of a team. You have to be able to say, like, okay, here's, this is your job. It falls under your practice. You can handle this, mm-hmm. and you have to do stuff like that. So it's a lot of that. Yeah. How, how long was the nursing school? How long did that take you? I went a little backwards. <laughs> I Okay. It's uh, So I started at Stephen F. Austin in Nacogdoches. Down in East I, Texas. I recognize that name from March Madness. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, they actually have a really good basketball team. Yeah, they That's do. That's about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went there, and my GPA wasn't high enough in my sciences to get into their program because it's the mm-hmm. second highest degree uh, major at that university. And so I transferred to a community college in Lufkin, which was like 30 minutes away, got into their RN program, failed my second semester by two points. Because oh, you have to maintain a 75 average to stay in the program. Mm-hmm. So I ended up four days after failing, transferring into the L- the LVN program they had. Because this first semester is about the same. Mm-hmm. I finished school that way and ended up moving back home. And then went back to school about two years later. And did an online LVN to RN program. And that took me about yeah. a year and a half, two years. Because it was all, like, you take one class at a time online and all that. Yeah. And How was it doing, like, the online school stuff? It's really hard because I'm not yeah. super disciplined with it. Mm-hmm. And you have to do, like, all your stuff online and, you know, you get test anxiety and things like that. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad. Got through it. Yeah. I, I, I've t- I had to take a couple of teaching stuff, like, online. Yeah. And I used to hate it because there's nothing worse than like sitting at my computer and I look to my left and there's like, there's my PlayStation. Yeah. I could be playing games right now exactly. instead of doing this boring stuff. Uh, it's the worst. And like, I'm a big uh, reader. I love reading except textbooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is one thing I know about you is you love books, I which, do. I, which is awesome. Uh, what are, what are some things you're reading now? Right now, I'm, I've been kind of in a slump, but I'm working on, I've got three started that I need to finish and they're all short so I just need to finish them that's crazy how you can juggle books <laughs> yeah. I can't do that <laughs> I've got um the alchemist which is uh considered like a classic a lot of people read it in school it's one thing I like to do is go back and find 
classic literature that I didn't read in high school and stuff like that and mm -hmm. see if I like it. I'm doing Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Oh, is that uh, Douglas Adams? Yeah, that's the second one yeah. in the Hitchhiker's Guide. I liked the first mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And then I don't even remember what my third book was that I started. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you juggle books like that? I've just always been able to. Because yeah. I usually... Like when I read, if it's something I'm really enjoying, I'll stick with just that one and I devour it. I can read it in a day. Mm -hmm. And then other ones, like I kind of just slowly work my way through them. But I can I can keep all the storylines separated. And like normally I have a really bad memory, but like when it comes to books, I can retain all that. So, what's uh, what's your favorite like genre of book? Dystopian. Dystopian. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like those. What's your favorite dystopian? Brave book? New World is my all time favorite uh, I book. I thought. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. I read that in high school. That one, um, Fahrenheit 451, is a big one mm -hmm. I really like. And I didn't like it when I first read it in high school. I went back and reread it and was like, mm -hmm. this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that's something books do. Like, yeah. they age with you. Yeah. They, they change like a fine wine. Yeah. The one, like, yeah. classic I didn't like was um, Catcher in the Rye. Okay. But I read it yeah. when I was 28. And a lot of people mm -hmm. told me, like, no, if you read it when you were younger, like, when the characters age, you relate to it more. You like it. You can see where it is. When I read it, it was whiny kid. Yeah, he's very whiny. Yeah. <laughs> so that was when I was just uh, like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what Are there any other, like, books that you're looking forward to? Um, or, like, by a certain author? Like, is, do you have an author that you really love? Chuck Palahniuk just put out a new book. He's the guy that wrote Fight Club. And mm -hmm. I really like his stuff. It's very, it's easy to read, but it's also interesting. It can be a little grotesque, but mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's... What was his follow-up, or he did it Choke? There's, um, Choke is a, he did do a Fight Club too that was all comics. Okay. But um, he's got Choke. Am I, uh, okay, I was yeah. thinking of the right thing. And okay. then there's Lullaby. Lullaby is my favorite of him. There's one called Survivor. Um, he's got a bunch. I just like his style. I know not everybody really likes him, but I've always mm -hmm. enjoyed his stuff. It's easy to get through. Okay. Is it all, is it all kind of like, because the only one I know of is Fight Club. Mm -hmm. Is it? Is it kind of that type of cerebral, cerebral style yes. type of thing? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So like. I'm more of a, like a Dan Brown. Oh, yeah. Type of guy. I can read those pretty quick, mm -hmm. but I haven't. I have the new one. It's just finding the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's awesome. Uh, so let's go into your Twitter handle because <laughs> I think I'm one of the few people that, that know gets it. the that gets it. Uh, I just don't know how to say it. That's how. That's where it gets yeah. me. Is it ni nurse or do you say the nine inch nails? I, nurse? I pronounce it as nine inch nurse. Okay, nine inch nurse. Yeah. All right, and obviously the nin is for nine inch mm -hmm. nails. Okay, why why do you love them so much? I don't know. I just really, really do. I like Trent Reznor a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, like high school, you know, high school, those formative years when you get into music yep. and it's like, oh, this defines me. Um, the album, The Fragile, is what got me into Nine Inch Nails. I had an ex-boyfriend that got me into it and even told me, he's like, you know, the, the song, The Fragile, he's like, this is your song. And I've held on to that ever since. And I just, I love mm -hmm. it so much. <laughs> have you ever seen them live? I have. Um, twice. I saw them here in Dallas, and then we saw them at Voodoo Festival in New Orleans. I got, uh, that's got to be an incredible show. It was, and it was so good because they played my favorite Nine Inch Nails song as the encore, which is Reptile. And it's not one you really mm -hmm. hear often because it's, like, it's not a hit or anything like that. Yeah. But they played it, and I was like, this is the best. Like, you're just in a big open field with people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, do you like his, uh, like, musical score stuff he's doing now for movies? I do. I, and, um... They have an album called Ghosts 1 through 4, and it's all mm -hmm. instrumental. And that was before he got into the soundtracks and stuff like that. And that was my study music in college because I can't listen to music with words. Like, I'll start singing, I get distracted. Yeah. But, like, all instrumental stuff like that. And it's very, like, kind of soothing and relaxing. And so anytime I need to study or focus on something, that's what I listen to. That, that's interesting because I'm the opposite. Really? I actually enjoy listening to stuff with words. Mm -hmm. Because then, like, especially with a catchy song, if I start singing it, mm -hmm. I can remember 
the information uh, a bit better. Oh, yeah. Like, I was, back in the day when I read Chamber of Secrets, mm -hmm. uh, Harry Potter, like, I would be listening to Blink-182's Blink Take Off Your Pants and Jacket mm -hmm. album, the whole album. So whenever I hear, like, Roller Coaster or The Rock Show, I can imagine Hermione mm -hmm. and, you know, stuff happening in Hogwarts to this day. Like, it's crazy how much they're, like, connected. Yeah. Um... And obviously, the nurse part is your nurse, yeah, so there's good. not not much mystery <laughs> there. Uh, is our Nine Inch Nails like still around as a band? Yeah, they or actually just... they're doing another tour. They're about to start, I believe. I didn't get tickets for it because what they're doing with it is you can't buy the tickets online. You had to physically show up at a box office and get in line wow. to buy the tickets because they're trying to. Oh, keep very old school. Very old school, and I, up, I was like, I wasn't really able to go, and mm -hmm. I haven't really been digging their new stuff. Okay. It's a little out there. I think I just need to listen to it more because I'm getting to that mm -hmm. age where I'm like, I'm old and I'm like, ah, I want my old <laughs> music back. Yeah, yeah. But so I have to like kind of sit down and just be like, okay, just give it a chance. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is live music something you enjoy going to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got four concerts lined up next month. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I haven't been to one since like college. Oh, yeah. We go all the time. It's been a while. We're very big. What are the four you have lined up? Um... Godsmack, and these are all kind of like combined. Like they sell them as a pass here in Dallas, so it's like here's four concerts oh. and you pay like forty bucks a ticket. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. So I know Godsmack's in there. Ozzy, sweet. Uh, Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Evanescence. Wow, these are like high school Kyle. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is like oh yeah, this is awesome. Well, in high school, <laughs> I was Evanescence girl. And mm -hmm. my husband, we knew each other in high school. He was the Slipknot kid. And so oh, nice. anytime those two bands come, we still love them. We go see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do, How is Evanescence now? I haven't heard a lot of their they newer stuff. They just put out um, a newer CD. I want to say it was earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Or maybe been last year. Because I've seen them since then, called Synthesis. And what she did was she went back and took their older songs and redid them basically took out the drums and the guitars and replaced it with orchestra and synth kind of Ooh. music and it's okay at first when i heard it i was like you know that kind of makes sense and then you listen to it and you're like oh this is this is really good it fits with like her type of singing yeah and then you see it live and like my husband wasn't super into it when we first when the first the cd came out he's not really big into classical music like i am yeah but when he watched it he was like that was one of the best concerts i've ever been to mm-hmm yeah, Amy has a fantastic voice. She does. And I just you saying like it has like a cla this the new album has like a classical mix. With that with what I remember her voice mm -hmm. as is like perfect. And like the they redid the Bring Me to Life, which you know most people are tired of. But yep. like the whole story behind that song was the record company forced her to have a male counterpart on that song. They wouldn't release it otherwise, so they ended up pulling this guy in to do it and the song was never meant to have that male vocal part. So she redid it without it, and that's how they play yeah. it live, and it's it's great. The the guy that was on it with her wasn't he the lead singer of Twelve Stones? Yeah, yeah. That, and I don't hear anything about them anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that was their claim to fame, which is him. Yeah, being on it was that their song. whole thing where they didn't think like a woman fronted band could make it big, and so they pulled in a a male to go with it, and then put it on. Mm -hmm. It was on the Daredevil soundtrack, and that's where it broke out. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. I, I, I love female-led rock bands. I They're do, like too. They're, my favorite. I don't care if I've never heard of them. If, if I know a female is leading the rock yeah. band, I'm going to yeah, if I hear, most definitely listen. Yeah, if I hear a female's leading it, I will give it a listen. Like, that's how I found um, In This Moment. And, oh, great band. And Hailstorm. Mm -hmm. um, got to just started listening to Dorothy. I really like. Oh, I don't know Dorothy. It's very, like, southern rock. Okay. Yeah, I like um, a couple of ones that I don't hear a lot of people talk about. The Material. I, I don't know that if they one. have a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, oh, God, now I'm blanking on the other one. <laughs> but she has such a fantastic, like, old-timey classic voice, like Joan Jett. Mm. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick while I, I try to remember. <laughs> and obviously, like, I love uh, Paramore. Yeah. Paramore is, like, my favorite. I never got super into them. I like some of their stuff because mm -hmm. that was more... When they came out in high school, I was already past my like pop punk phase, and I moved into yeah. my goth phase. So, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, the band is Dead Sarah. Dead Sarah. I'll have to look Dead into Sarah's it. Dead Sarah's fantastic. Just, uh, listen to Weatherman. That's the one I I found them on. They're she's awesome. Weatherman. Okay. Um. So let's get let's talk about Slay. Slay. <laughs> and you're ki- and you're killing the game right now. You guys are doing such a fantastic job. Thank you. Uh, I will be a hundred percent honest. I'm behind. It's fine. Uh, because like my commute to work is literally three minute drive. Yeah. So I can't listen to a podcast like that. It'll take me forever. Yeah. Um. So wh- where did that idea come from? You. Uh, so it was you. It's Caitlin who's was a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Jessica Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmine Hawkins, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, Kaylee Woomer, mm-hmm. and uh, am I missing anybody? No, I think that's it. Okay. Um, it was Jess's idea, really. Like, you know how we get in uh, the kind of funny group. Like, you end up kind of in, like, we had our own like separate chat, like a group chat. We all just yeah. we ended up like just having one, and so it was like this whole you know girl chat that it started off with. And Jess mm-hmm. had started Kiss Kiss Game Game with Andrew. And they had started that, and she's like, I really want to do a D&D podcast. And so she had told us about that, and I was like, I've always wanted to play and never had a chance. It always kind of mm-hmm. intimidated me, because it's this very big, it seems like this big game with all this lore and things that you need to learn how to do, and there's math, and I'm bad at math. <laughs> yes, yeah. And so um, we end up, like I told her, I was like, I, I was like, if you're willing to work with me, and I've never played, I'll do it. And ended up being the same with Kaylee. Wanted, I'd always wanted to try it. Jess is really the only one that's played before out of all of us. We're mm-hmm. all new to it. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it just started and we started planning it and was like, oh, let's do this and this. And once it like got going and we all kind of mm-hmm. meshed really well together, it was easy. Yeah. It's just scheduling is hard to do because we're all in separate states. Yeah. Me and Kaylee are the only ones in the same time zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got to be tough. Yeah. Um, how is it playing? Is it what you thought it was going to be? It's definitely been, cause I've, I've always been more kind of shy. Like it's, I've had to work on talking more and like, Oh yeah, I'm with yeah, you on that one. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, we've, me and Jasmine, especially, uh, in the beginning were more quiet. And so like Jess really kind of had to work with us and be like, y'all got to talk more. Just tell me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really good with that, learning how to, be more vocal and more be like, mm-hmm. okay, let's try this or let's do this. And it's, it's really fun. Yeah. And because especially with them, it's like, since we're such good friends, like we don't, we can be ourselves around each other, even our characters. Cause all our characters are very similar to what we actually are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like the, the role playing stuff isn't too hard on you. Mm-mm. Especially with no. my accent. I just have to like turn it up a couple notches. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. like poor Caitlin picked a bird person, so she's got to do the bird voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know if she's regretting it or not, but I'm sure at some point while she's recording, she's like, "Oh man, I got to do the bird voice yeah. again." <laughs> That's how, but that's how you can tell when she's in character when she says stuff and when she's not, because she'll use her normal voice when she's not in character and she's just saying something. Me, I just yeah. stick with the accent the whole time because once I'm in it, I'm in it for a while. I can't back myself out. <laughs> <laughs> that's true um so i want to input one of the questions that we got for for you okay uh one of the ones from zyger um because <laughs> he sent a couple he's so good uh, this was your your first D experience mm-hmm. well at least he thinks which we now know is true yeah um how is it now compared to how you thought it would be going into it is it getting easier? Is it getting harder? Yeah, there's still a lot. Like, I feel like I don't know. Like, I've bought um, a couple books on it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, like, I got the Player's Handbook. I think we all ended up buying the Player's Handbook just to kind of help us do it. And we used the D&D Beyond website to kind of help build our characters mm-hmm. and give us a better idea. And then I, I found a book on, like, arcane power. And since I'm a sorceress, like, I looked into it and, like, I can make her a storm sorceress now. And, like, I've got to figure out how to incorporate oh, that. Because, like, that was kind of the whole basis of the character was i mean her name's tempest which is like a storm and mm-hmm. she's like her focus is more i tried to give her like lightning kind of powers because she's got this what she's a tiefling and they have these dragon origins and so she's got a bronze mm-hmm. dragon origin which is lightning and so i'm trying to like incorporate everything and make it make sense and it's uh, it's something like we have to take notes like we sit here with notebooks and make yeah. sure we write everything down that we're doing and <laughs> yeah 
How, when you were creating Tempest, mm-hmm. was that something like Jess helped you th- along with? Or you already had that like in mind? I already had a general idea just because I knew I wanted to do a tiefling. Because I have this weird obsession where I wish I had horns. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. And tieflings have horns. Like, I have horns. Like, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of them. Like, I found them on Wish. But they're like, <laughs> they clip on. <laughs> oh, wow. You, and I, that's awesome. And I can usually, like, put them, like, I usually put them on my headset when I play. And so, you, like, I've got my horn. <laughs> that's really awesome. <laughs> and so, I went with that. And so, you get to be so creative with your characters and give them this whole backstory and i started thinking i was like oh let's do this and then it's like with video games a lot of games i like i like rpgs i like if i can create the character and detail it as much as possible i love that i will spend hours creating my character drives my husband nuts but um (laughs) that's why i loved skyrim so much i was like look i can make the cheekbones and everything yeah and so i just started with that and built a story off of it because like when you go through D &D beyond it it's like okay here's things to implement in your character you pick different things and so it gives you ideas and kind of walks you through it and i just went yeah. with that that's awesome because i i'm like you yeah. i've always wanted to play yeah and ever ever since i discovered critical role mm-hmm. like i've become obsessed yeah and i, I and it looks like uh, a bunch of us uh, kind of funny best friends might get together and start playing which is awesome it's so fun yeah, I just again, it's the whole time thing and yeah, making sure we have enough people because I don't think you can play with two people. I think that'd be pretty hard. Yeah, you need a couple because you at least have to have the DM, and then yes, yeah, <laughs> you and a DM might not be as entertaining as you and four others, and for sure, yeah. But it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You get to be. It's not like as serious as I thought it was gonna be, and you know, I always expect um. You know, the hardcore fans to come, like, that was one of my fears when we started this. I was like, I don't want to be getting these tweets be like, you can't do that. That's not how you play. And mm. it's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But no, do you guys not have, bad. do you have, like, fancy dice? Um, did you I, buy a pair? I or, did or buy a pair, and I'm actually not sure where they're at. But what I use, oh. <laughs> I'll show you what I use. Uh, I got it in a loot crate. It's like a squishy oh, sweet. D20. Nice. And we uh-huh. we named it Clementine. <laughs> and so that's what I use for my D20. But any other dice that I need, we you can find rollers online, and we end up using that. Oh, yeah. Kaylee uses physical dice. She has her own. I think she's got like four sets of it or something like that. Wow. I have one. I just need to find them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would imagine it probably feels really good to roll that. It does. Instead of just like clicking. Like, because especially if like it's getting intense, I can squish it. Like I don't have to worry about breaking yes. it. And if I drop yep. it, I can find it because it's bright orange. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So we're going to go into the next segment of the show okay. where you give me one thing that I should read, watch, listen, or play. It could be anything you want. Read, watch, listen, or play. Yeah. Can I do all four? If you want to, <laughs> that'd be great. Okay. Read is the easy one, obviously. Yeah, I I was hoping you'd go there. Yeah, because I need some new books. Oh gosh, what do you you typically read? Like Dan Brown mystery stuff, mystery stuff or fantasy sci-fi, fantasy Fantasy sci-fi that stuff. Okay. Um, have you read American Gods? No, but I ever since you started talking about it, because we used to be in uh, admins together in the Facebook group. Uh, which, by the way, we all miss you very much. Oh, I miss y'all too. <laughs> uh, I remember you loved the show. Yeah. And I think you have how many copies of American Gods? I think I'm up to five. Wow. I have one signed copy, too, that I found. That's My awesome. husband bought it for Like, I'd found it at Half Price Books. And I was like, oh, I really shouldn't buy it. It was only 60 bucks. But still, I was like, oh, I shouldn't buy yeah. it. And he ended up going back and buying it for me because he knew how much I loved the book. That's awesome. And I like having different versions of books mm-hmm. so i have you know i have the signed one i've got um i'll find older copies or interesting covers and so i'll buy those too because i won't read my signed copy either that one's not to be read so if i yep. get a signed copy i have to buy another copy to read mm-hmm. <laughs> or i'll try and buy it digital but i'm not big on ebooks i like having the physical book yeah so i have i, I have a kindle yeah but i i, I like the tactile feel mm-hmm. of turning the pages yeah i have uh, i've gone through like think three kindles and they all end up just put aside 
Yeah. What about American Gods makes it so special? I love mythology. I've always been into okay. mythology since I was a kid. Um, took mythology in college, too. Mm-hmm. It's always been a thing I really liked. And so a girl I worked with had had saw me. I used to read at work all the time. And when I had mm-hmm. downtime, so I would, like, I'd sit outside. We had like benches outside, so when I wasn't doing anything, I could read. And she was talking to me, and she's like, oh, have you ever read Neil Gaiman? I was like, no. And she was like, you've got to read American Gods. And so I ended up downloading it somehow and mm-hmm. um, read through it and got through it. And I was like, oh, I love this, because they incorporate so many different kinds of mythology. You've got, And it's not common stuff, so you do have some Norse, mm-hmm. and there's you've got Egyptian, and I loved Egyptian mythology as a kid. Like, Did you ever have to read the Egypt game? No. It was a book I read in like fifth grade, sixth grade, something like that. And it was about these kids Mm -hmm. that get into Egyptian mythology and like start incorporating it. And like me and my friends Mm -hmm. tried to do it. Like I was trying to ask my mom if I could mummify our cat if it ever died. (laughs) And we were making like pharaoh hats and stuff. Nice. And um, so in that book, it's like it's all these different, the old gods. It's basically old gods versus these new gods. And the new gods are Mm -hmm. things like media and things you see in our current society that basically are like gods. And it, so it was a really interesting take. And, like, Neil Gaiman is just this great storyteller and the way he can build these worlds. And, like, I always, mm-hmm. I've always had such a vivid imagination that so when I can read and I can see this stuff in my head, I'm just like, this is so good. And now he's one of That's my favorite awesome. authors since then. Like, yeah. I read, I've still got a couple of his I haven't read yet, but, like, I follow him religiously. I love his stuff. He has a, a pretty critically uh, um, well-received comic series, doesn't mm-hmm. The Sandman series. Sandman. Mm-hmm. And I read some of that. I haven't gotten through that. Yeah. But, um... Cause I got, Does that deserve the praise from what you've read so far? From what I've read, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because you get to actually nice. see the visuals on top, and it's such an interesting art style than what you mm-hmm. see. And, I mean, it's from, like, the 90s. But uh, yeah. a girl I work with is into it, too. And there's a different girl, but I found out she yeah. liked it. She's got the whole like hard bound set of the entire series. And so nice. she'll, she was telling me about it. I ended up getting her one of the, um, I believe it was Christian Miller actually helped me get it. it was one of the Funko mm-hmm. Pops of death from the Sandman. Oh, sweet. And he got it for me so I could give it to her and end up giving it to her. Cause That's she's, awesome. she's just into gaming as I am. So, <laughs> and how does the, uh, the American God show work with the book is it a pretty faithful adaptation it's for the most part there's there is some changes which i always understand i'm at a point now where i'm like anytime they adapt a book to something i'm like okay it's not i have to realize these are two separate things like i did that with the magicians and the magicians tv show actually like a lot better than the books and i really liked the books yeah and so but the like the american gods tv show i really liked how um you know, it's close. There's some things they do change. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way it's filmed, like, the cinematography in that show is amazing. That's good, But it's, yeah. it's also very bloody. Like, there's some a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's so pretty, like, how they shoot it. Like, at one point, there's, like, this yeah. blood flying, and I'm like, this shouldn't be pretty, but it is. Yeah. I shouldn't be smiling yeah. and happy. No, I feel this, like a yeah. psychopath, but whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I've had that on my radar for a while and i think i'm gonna probably pull the trigger yeah i think two just started filming or they're about to start filming it then oh nice i know they've changed showrunners which was kind of worrying because mm-hmm. and I know, i've talked to dylan blight about this too him and um his like explosion network has a whole youtube yep. series on it and yeah. you know me and him have talked about it you know he's kind of worried about the showrunner being different but it seems like it's a guy that worked with the previous showrunner so hopefully it kind of okay stays the same and like Christian is there enough hmm? is there enough book for more than one season oh yeah the where they stopped oh, in season one it's like barely into it oh that's awesome so there's a, still a lot to build up and come to so uh, awesome. it'll be interesting to see how they what they do with it because there's this whole next part coming up that that I think that is what they're going to be their focus it's a lot more on shadow who's the main character and so that'll be interesting to see Sweet. Uh, do you have anything else that you wanted to recommend? Oh, listen. Yeah. Do you like Tool at all? Oh, Tool. Okay. Okay. I, I, com- I've not listened. You've not I, listened I to I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. Or have you ever listened to like a Perfect Circle? 
I have, yes, okay. a little bit. So the guy that sings for both those bands has another band called Pussifer. Pussifer. Yes, okay. and there's a CD they did called Conditions of My Parole. Nice. Give that a listen. All right. What is it, like the hard rock metal type thing? No, it's more, it's still rock. It's not near as heavy as Tool, and it's not quite okay. as, like, out there as mm-hmm. a Perfect Circle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, newer Perfect Circle that just came out. It's really kind of weird. Like, that took some growing on yeah. me. But, like, I just, I really love Pussifer. It's more, it's his project that, like, he can really do with what he wants with it. And it's he's got a female singer with him. Her name's Karina Round. And just, like, mm-hmm. that album, like, beginning to end is just great. Okay, yeah. That's, uh, again, something I lack, too, is music. Yeah. Because, like, I'm at summer camp now with kids, and I have to listen to, like, the radio and Ugh. the pop, top 40, and there's only so many times I could listen to the same freaking song over and over and over again. <laughs> I can't even listen to the radio anymore. It's all podcasts. Because I drive, it's like an hour drive for me for my commute home and, and to work, so mm-hmm. I just can't do the yeah. radio anymore. I've got Spotify, and I've got podcasts, and that's it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so let's get into, uh, the whole basis of my show is how did you get into kind of funny? What, what led you to the, that lovable smiley face we all know and love? My husband got me into kind of funny. He was always a big fan of beyond and loved Colin and Greg and listened to beyond podcast. Cause I got, I got him into podcasts. I think he had watched them before, but that's where Mm -hmm. he really picked up and he joined the community pretty fairly on. He's not in it right now. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, he he kept talking about how great this community was and how he loved being a part of this group. And, you know, people were so positive. And it was nice to have a place where he could share his love of gaming and things like that. Because yeah. he's not huge on social media. And so finally one day I was just like, I want to join. I just want to see what it's about. And so I joined. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'd never listened to any of their content before. And I wasn't huge. Like, I like video games. I'm not huge into listening to, like, gaming news. Like so, yeah. so like the thought of hearing people talk about video games, I was just like, that doesn't sound great. But when he told me about the game of Greggy show, I was like, okay, I could get into that. So I, and when I do new podcasts, I go to the first episode and work my way yeah. through. And so I started at Disney Princess Sex List, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is interesting. What a way to start, yeah. right? <laughs> and so, I mean, really, that and party mode are about the only kind of funny I consume. So I don't do a lot of YouTube yeah. stuff really either, mm-hmm. but I love watching Party Mode, and Party awesome. I love listening to Game Over Greggy. So I just stick with those, and that like it just built from there. I just got more involved in the community, and yeah. it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna echo what Andy says all the time. Please watch Party Mode. Yeah, it's such a good show, and not enough people watch it's it. It's so funny. I love when they all start getting mad at each, especially when they do competitive play against each other. <laughs> yep, and just it's so funny to watch. I like. The um when they played like the old Halo games with mm-hmm. each other. Yes. Oh my god, yep. it's so funny. I watching Tim try to sneak by yeah. with the flag. Exactly. Just, that's how I used to play, so I'm glad that that's yeah. a strategy. And like I never played Halo, used. so I usually like would just watch I used to just only watch games that like I was interested in and I finally started watching some of their other games they played. I was like, Okay, this is really funny. Like I watched the yeah. death game the other day. Oh, the uh, yes. Where they had to um, kill the people. I can't think of the name yeah, of it. I, I yeah, I can't either. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah, I like watching them play Fortnite. So like, I'll catch them on Twitch and watch them play Fortnite together too. So, I just like the their uh, alter egos, their new personas: mm-hmm. Nitro Rifle yeah. and Cheeto Fingers. Cheeto Fingers. I love uh-huh. Cheeto Fingers. Uh, that needs to be a shirt. It does. I would totally buy a shirt with those, those personas <laughs> on it. Um. So we kind of touched on it. Your favorite piece of content is like party mode, mm-hmm. right? And Game of Greggy show. Yeah. Um, what else about Kind of Funny do you love? Uh, you kind of touched on it, like, the community part. Yeah. Um, anything in particular? Like, did you meet best friends in person? That I've met a few. I haven't been able to go to a lot of events. And yeah, it was funny because, like, I became an admin before I met anybody. Like, I was just, okay. my husband actually nominated me, and, um, because, like, I don't have a lot of friends, like, out in, like, the real world, 
yeah. <laughs> I guess is the way to say. So when I find like people mm-hmm. online that I can relate to and so I found this whole community of people was like, oh, especially like Kaylee, like me and Kaylee clicked really quick because we yeah. both love Dragon Age and things mm-hmm. like that. And so it was just like, oh, we're so glad we're friends now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we met through that. And like, so the first meetup we did was PAX South a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband had gone. We had never been to a gaming convention and my dad used to live in San Antonio. So we ended mm-hmm. up going down there and staying with him and going to the convention. And we did our first meetup there and got to meet and like, Andy, I remember Andy was there. I didn't get a chance yeah. to talk to him because there was like 30 of us, I think. And mm-hmm. he was kind of at the end of the table. It was when he was still working for Rooster Teeth. But I met Trevor there and um, a couple other people. And like, I have a terrible mm-hmm. memory, so I can't remember everybody. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but it was fun. And then the next time I met people was I was in Denver. My mom was up there for a convention. I met her up there and we were going to, we went to Estes Park for the weekend after Mm -hmm. and just took like a vacation. Well, it ended up Trevor was there at the same time. That's awesome. So he, uh, we, and Alex lives in near Denver. So we were like, well, let's just do a meetup real quick. And we did that. And that's where actually I met Caitlin there. And so I knew her from that before we did Slay. That's awesome. Yeah. And so we had, there was like 10 of us, I think, that showed up to that. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It was nice. We met and got burritos and hung out for a couple yeah. hours. Like, my mom's texting me, like, why are you with these strangers? <laughs> like, yeah. She's like back at the hotel. Like, yeah. she's texting me. I'm not kidding. Like, every 15 minutes, like, are you okay? Are you safe? I'm like, yes, mom. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, would you say to everyone who's listening that it has not been to a meetup or an official event? Is it something that should be like super stressful or is it like easy to get into? It's, and like once you're there, it's like. Like once calming. you're there, like I'm very much a person where like when I'm first in social situations where I don't know people, I can be pretty quiet. But like yeah. once you're with these people and you you've kind of know them like, oh, I've seen their names. I've seen their faces online. or I, I know what they like. You can kind of find things to talk about and. Yep. It gets easier. So, like, at first you'll probably be really nervous, especially if you've never met people or if you have, like, social anxiety. But, like, once you mm-hmm. get talking and realize, like, okay, these people are cool. We have things in common. We're here for the yeah. same reason, basically. And it gets a lot easier. And you just, you all click. Yeah. You get along. You start taking pictures. And it's yeah. fun. There, there, There's that moment at every first one. Because yeah. I can, I've felt it personally but i've seen it in other people where you have that moment where it clicks mm-hmm. and like you can see all the 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 stress and the burden that they put themselves mm-hmm. that, that they put on themselves just kind of wash away yeah they keep trying to convince me to go to atx but it is hot here in the summer <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame like, you it's hot here on the island so uh, I, I think i can't was, imagine what texas is like God, it was 106 the other day we've got storms coming oh. through right now so it's cooled off in the 70s so uh-huh. 106. 106. What is that even like? Uh, an oven. It's awful. <laughs> and like, I've lived here my whole life. I'm, I'm still, I hate it. Yeah. I hate the summer so much. <laughs> like, I, my goal I'm, is to move to the mountains one day. And, yeah. Where it's cold. I, see, I love the cold. See, I do too. Cold like, is where I live. My husband calls me an Eskimo because I'm always freezing them out in the house. I want it at like 72 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I want it even lower. Yeah. Pump it down to like 60. That's no. where I want it. Oh, be. I want it there. I don't want to pay for it to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. We still don't have AC yeah. in the house. Oh. It's only in my bedroom. That's such a weird concept to me. Yeah. It's it just, you know, to save money. And then. Yeah, because here you, you have to up... have AC. You have to have central I'm sure. air and heat. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to survive in 106 degrees without it. Mm-mm. It's Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Like, like, they have whole. Um, like charities here that like bring fans to people that don't have central he- heating because you have to either you got to go by the window unit or you've got to have a bunch of fans because we yeah. have people every summer, couple, quite a few that die from heat just yeah. even in their houses because either their electric goes out or they don't have good mm-hmm. AC and it's brutal. Duh. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get on to. Gog topic. Okay. Every episode we have my guest come on and bring an old Game Over Greggy show topic for us to, to discuss ourselves. And Aaron, what do you have at the table tonight? I'm bringing video game romances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite video game romance, Aaron? Oh, I love the Dragon Age series. 
that's mm-hmm. what really got me into video games was these romances because I played here and there like growing up my parents didn't let me have video games I had a Game Boy and that was mm-hmm. about all I could have so I played like I played Pokemon yeah. I grew up with Pokemon um, I did get a PlayStation when I was in like middle school and I mostly just played Spyro which I'm wearing my Spyro shirt <laughs> yeah Spyro I'm so excited for the trilogy to come out so am I and um so I never really got into it that much. Like I play here and there and stuff. I never, and then I got into Diablo and World of Warcraft in college, mm. and I played that pretty hardcore for a while. Had to quit playing when I got in nursing school because you cannot focus. No, <laughs> I never caught that bug. Yeah, I it's, never got the Diablo Warcraft. Oh, bug. it's so bad, but it's so fun. That's what I hear from everyone who's played. We almost always go back to World of Warcraft when the new expansions come out. And we'll play it yep. for a little bit, and then we're like, okay, we got to cut it off. <laughs> but Diablo's free. You can always go back to Diablo. I don't know how many times we've gone back yeah. and played through Diablo, because it's one we can play together. We like playing games together. We call yeah. them our dungeon dates, where we play games That's together. Awesome. So we've done that, like Borderlands, <laughs> and like the last game. Oh, we, Borderlands so God, good. The last one we played together was A Way Out, and we almost got divorced. <laughs> 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 like, like, I'm not kidding. At like one point, I muttered to him, I was just like, if you do this, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was oh, so man. mad. So, but I got into that yeah. and, like, it was Dragon Age 2 was had mm-hmm. come out. And me and my husband had just moved in together. We hadn't been living together very long. As we were engaged. We hadn't gotten married yet. And mm. I, I used to love just watching people play video games. Like, I didn't really want to play them. I just liked watching. Yeah. And so I see him. He gets Dragon. Like, I'd seen him play Dragon Age Origins before. And I was just like, at that point, the graphics were really kind of outdated. And I was like, oh, it mm-hmm. looks kind of lame. So when 2 came out. I sat there watching him play, and I was like, I want this game. Like, not, it was hours, not even. Yeah. Before I, he went back to the store and got me my own copy to play. And that's when I met Fenris. <laughs> and like, I see, I have not played Dragon Age 2. So, so Fenris is this thin, broody elf. He's got white hair, and he's got, like, all these, like, white markings on his skin that's made from lyrium. That He was a former slave, and they got put on uh-huh. him. And, like, as soon as he went on the screen, I'm not kidding, I was just, like, schoolgirl crush. I was like, oh, who is this? <laughs> and that's when my husband, he was, like, he had told me, he's like, you can romance people. So I immediately got, like, on my phone and was finding romance guides and how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I curtailed it. My first playthrough, I messed up, though, because... Ended up doing something, and he left, and then I hooked up with Anders, and so I ended up with Anders at the end, <laughs> but but Fenris is my first love. Yeah. Like, I love that little broody elf so much. <laughs> yeah. Just shout out to Bioware in general. I know. When you, when you said that was the topic, that was the first thing that I went yeah. to. I went to Mass Effect 2, because yeah. that was my first Bioware game. My husband loves Mass Effect 2. That's one of his all-time yes. favorite games, and, that, yep. and that's what he had told me. He's like... he. I'd seen him play that and do the romances and that. And like, I was like, they're sexy. It's like, you can have sex yeah. in this game. It's so, mm-hmm. it's great. <laughs> and so like, I did that. And so like, ever since then, like if there's a game, like here's two things that will get me to play your game. Can I play as a female character that I can customize? Yep. And can I romance people? Like, yes. I need intense yeah. love scenes. Like mm-hmm. it can't just be in passing. Like I think in, one of the Fallout games, you could kind of have a romance. Like, it was implied. I was like, no, I need scenes where they're together. And, like, like I used yeah. to go back on YouTube and watch romance scenes. And, like, not even just, like, and don't, um, don't not just all sex scenes. Like, the, uh, yeah. like very sweet moments between the characters. Because, like, when Inquisition came out, Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. I went with, who did I romance first? First one I romanced was Blackwall. And he was, he was all right. But then I got to... Co- that's, like, that big, like, mountain... Yeah. The horny no, guy, No, that's right? Iron Bull. Blackwall's oh, okay. the... He's got the black beard, and he's the uh, Grey Warden, and so... Oh, okay. I went with him, because I like beards. And then yeah. I found... I played it again, because I, I will play those games multiple times, because I've got to go and romance everybody. I've got to play... Yeah. Diff- I usually... I tried to play different classes, but I always end up a mage. Mm-hmm. And then I found Colin. And he is now my second love. <laughs> like, I was telling my husband about it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I am all Twitter-painted over a video game character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, that's how I got into The Witcher. Because he was like, look, you can go to brothels. Yeah. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, like, uh, for Mass Effect 2, um, I played it through, I think, 
two, three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice as male chef, and then the last one I did fem chef, and I'll never go back to the male version. Mm-hmm. It, it's fem chef all the way after I experienced it. Uh, but I went with Miranda first because, mm-hmm. like, I loved Miranda. Yeah. Like, talk about video game crushes. Oh like, yeah, that's number one on my list. Yeah. Um, and then I went with Tally. Oh yeah. Because I, I feel like Tally Tally needed some love, and I was so rewarded after doing that. Mm. It was like fantastic. Um, and then FemShep, I, was it Garrus? Was Garrus an option for FemShep? Yes. Yeah, so I think it was Garrus. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta go Garrus, I feel like. I don't think there's any other character in Mass Effect 2 that you could do that's equal to Garrus on yeah. that level. And, like, I've actually never played the Mass Effect games because mm. I wasn't really into, like, guns games with guns because i'm terrible at aiming like dragon age like you're a mage like i just want to stand back and throw shit like i don't need mm-hmm. accuracy but my husband's tried to get me to play it multiple times i need to sit down and play it because he's, he's like you can play is like there's i guess there's a version where you can kind of you can be like a space mage is how he explained it to me yeah <laughs> he's like you need to do yep. that and i was like okay and i'm finally getting into where i'll play games with guns like i played destiny pretty hardcore for a while with him mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i've been into Fortnite is my newest one right now and like yeah borderlands so i'm getting better at it so i'm willing to try it i just need to actually like sit yeah. down and do it yeah like it it has all those like the romance stuff and that is really good just the mm-hmm. personal stuff between all the squad mates is fantastic yeah um Another video game romance that it came to mind, and it's not one like you can actually actively control, mm-hmm. but it's it's Drake and Elena from Uncharted. Yeah, that's like relationship goals in video games. Yeah, and form. I never played it, but I watched DJ play it. Like I've done a lot of watching, yeah. so if I haven't yeah. played it, I've watched it mostly because he plays everything. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, watching that, especially like the end of the last one, was really sweet. I was like, oh, this is cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, and also. Uh, Ellie and Riley from the mm-hmm. Last of Us DLC. Yeah, I watched him that. I refused to watch him play the first thirty minutes of that game. Good. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Call. I watched it once and I was a mess. I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not playing this yep. game. I'll watch you play it. I'm not playing it, and I'm not watching that part ever again. He's played that game three or four times. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm yeah, not doing it's... it. He's so excited for two. Oh, I am too. Yeah, but like. Well, how are they going to make me cry this time? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and how soon into the game am I going to cry? Yeah, it's, that's it's going to happen. That's the question. It yeah. has to happen. <laughs> what would your dream video game romance game look like? Oh, God, I don't even know. <laughs> would it be like an RPG and just oh, have yeah. elements in there? Yeah. Or would it just be a straight up... Your goal is to just romance as many people no, as possible. No, I like it as a side. Like, the way they did it in Inquisition was really good. Yeah. Where it was, like, it's a side thing. And, like, every milestone you hit in the game, you got, like, an ex- a cutscene. And yeah. I like how the actions you took in, like, I think it does this in Mass Effect as well. But like, in Dragon Age, like, stuff you did in the first game affects the story throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. And so I like how you can get different stuff if you make different decisions for them and I like having all those options and I like it yeah. as a side thing. Like that's n- not your main goal is romance. I want the main goal to be something else. And I, like I do that with mm-hmm. books too. That's why a lot of like books I read that are popular. I don't like these instant romances or the love triangles. I like, I don't want that to be the focus of what I'm reading unless I'm, mm-hmm. that's specifically what I'm looking for. There's some books like some girl, like, some girls like reading like smutty romance novels. That was my yeah. mom's favorite thing to do on vacation was go buy some of those dime novels and like she'd leave them on the at beach the, yeah yeah <laughs> at the drugstore yeah just go down that aisle exactly and, like, whatever like that's not what i'm i'm after is like i want strong mm-hmm. characters i want a good story i want some other goal kind of yeah. incorporated with that with some romance on the side like yeah that's good like i'm not kidding when i played dragon age i did this with witcher as well i start the game by like going to make out with somebody and then yeah. go play and then before i log off i go and make out with them again and then i log off <laughs> That's so good. I, I don't. I just have to. That's nice. Like all my saves in Dragon Age were just me in front of Cullen's door. <laughs> <laughs> you have like a permanent one just mm-hmm. to go back to, just in case yeah. you feel like it. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So uh, let's go on to the our ending segment of the show, which is questions and answers. Okay. 
Um, our first question comes from Stephen Fontana at Batchild27. Um, what is the best version of D and I'm thinking this is since this is your first one. Yeah, he's like I don't it's... know because this is the only one I've played. <laughs> what edition are you playing? We're playing you know? five, I believe. Five. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Do you, the... know, do you know the differences or no? no not at no. all. <laughs> I don't either. So no. I'm sorry, Stephen. Sorry. Uh, next question comes from Justin Abellis. He, he would yell at me if I said his last name. <laughs> uh, on episode four of Lady Slaycast, mm-hmm. did Tempest steal the wrong perfume? I'm convinced it's the reason she's been so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think she really knows what she stole. She just wanted to steal it. <laughs> Tempest has, little, has some sticky fingers. <laughs> Oh, see? Okay, so uh, again, yeah. I'm not that far in, so Tempest is like a, a thief? Yeah, so like, um, did you did you listen to the minisodes? Uh, no. Okay. I jumped right in the episode The episodes. One. The minisodes kind of go under our backstories, like Tempest, um, because she's a tiefling, and in like D&D, they're seen as kind of like cursed, and they're avoided. Mm. She kind of learned like illusion magic and stealth kind of stuff to get through, to keep mm. from like, being like, she's already kind of an outcast. And so to get by, she had to learn to have sticky fingers was part of it. (laughs) And so she does steal and she's very convincing at lying and trying to get her way, talk her way out of problems. She's not a huge fighter. She likes to talk her way out of issues. Mm -hmm. So you just saw the, you saw the perfume and you just went for it? Yeah, I just wanted it. So I took it. (laughs) There you go. That's nice. (laughs) Uh, That reminds me a lot of, um, do you watch Critical Role? I haven't. I need to. I've been trying okay. to get through Adventure Zone. Oh, that's a, that's one that people have said yeah. you need to listen to it if you like Critical Role. Uh, but there's a character on this season named uh, named Not. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a goblin rogue, mm-hmm. and she just steals whatever she sees. Yeah, it's just like buttons, candle candelabras, <laughs> like curtains. It doesn't matter. Yeah. She'll steal it. Uh, that's awesome. That's that's kind of what the character I want to be. Yeah. It's just someone that does shit. It's like chaos. Yeah. And that's what's fun about yeah. it, too, is like I can do things I wouldn't normally do. Like, I don't steal. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. In fake world, yeah. I can. If I can get away with it, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I guess this is a question from Zyger. <laughs> um, ask her to stop trying to go after my mom. No. I'm going to be Zyger's stepmom. <laughs> How did, did this just, like, start in, like, admin chat one day? No, it started in Twitch chat. Oh, okay. And, like, I'm really bad about making your mom jokes. Mm. And I don't even remember how it started, but at some point I started telling him that I was going to seduce his mom and steal his mom and be his new stepmom. Like, I wasn't going after his dad. I wanted his mom. Like, I think. Yeah. It like it got dirty. At one point, I accidentally tweet, tweeted something about it, and he had to text me and tell me to take it down because his mom follows him on Twitter. I was like, "Oh, sorry." Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry." Oh, that's that's our kind of funny prom queen, ladies it and gentlemen. Is. I love Ziger. Mr. Ziger himself. He's awesome. He is. Uh, he also says, uh, "Ask her if she'll come to the West Coast anytime soon," because I won't be able to afford going to Texas, and I want to finally meet her. Oh. Um, I need to, cause we, we, we didn't do anything for, we had planned on going to prom and I know they're not doing another event next year. I do want to, I'm not crazy about like beaches as far as vacation oh. kind of stuff. I, I, no, no, I hate beaches. I don't like <laughs> hot and, but I've heard the weather's fine. I do want to see, um, Muir Woods cause it's indoor. What is that? <laughs> that is the, where they filmed the indoor scenes on Star Wars. It's a oh, that, that okay. national park up there with all the big trees. Gotcha. Like yeah. that's the only reason I want to go. Nice. <laughs> I do yeah. want to see like Seattle and things like that. Mm-hmm. I need to get out there. I haven't. Yeah. I tend to always just be like, I want to go to Colorado. <laughs> Colorado's nice. I want to live there eventually someday. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Nikki. Uh, Nikki Pettit. I'm bad at questions. I just want Erin to know I love and miss her, and she's awesome. Oh, I miss Nikki too, and her cute yeah. baby. Uh, Quinn is awesome. She's so cute. <laughs> uh, and last question comes from Bobby Midkiff at Sloppy Midkiff on Twitter. Uh, what was your inspiration for the Tempest character? It was a little bit of me, in a way, because like I kind of tried mm-hmm. to keep her similar to myself. 
as far as like the reading thing like she was she grew up basically in a library because she was kind of sheltered away so she stayed in this library mm-hmm. and then um having the horns i just wanted the horns. it all started with the yeah. horns that's all i'm telling you yeah and it went from there and like um kaylee helped me customize her because like you get to pick like their skin color and their hair color and yeah i was gonna make her all purple because purple is my favorite color and then i started thinking mm-hmm. about it and we ended up making her because i wanted to incorporate i was like okay she's named tempest she was born she was named that because she was born during a storm mm-hmm. and so she, I was like, I want to mix this like storm theme into it. So I was going to make her blue and, but she's got this bronze dragon background. And Kayla was like, what about like, um, she's like Statue of Liberty. She's like, you think of the Statue of Liberty, it's, it's green, but it's copper. She's like, yeah. what if you were like oxidized bronze? Ooh. And so that's yeah. where it came from. And so she's actually like got that teal green kind of color as her skin, but she's also got scales cause she's part demon. And mm-hmm. so the scales are like bronze. And so it kind of went from there. And just like, once it started, like I started building it. Cause like, I've always wanted to, I try to, to be a writer. I just don't need to write. <laughs> and so this was kind of like, yes. a, it was like an exercise for me to kind of come up with this character and her backstory. And so that's where she came from. Mm-hmm. And then when, so, when they were, were talking about it, Jess had asked me if you, in the mini social ask, she was like, are you going to do a voice for her? And at first I was like, oh, I haven't decided yet. It was either going to be like, Try and do like a fancy kind of British voice, uh huh. Because I can kind of can, do that. Can you do? Can, can we hear it? Oh, let's see. <laughs> now that I'm on the spot, I don't know if I can do it. But she was just going to be fancy. I know I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good attempt. Yeah. Better than I can do. It was. It, it's not quite like Greg's British voice. Yeah. Like I was. Tr- Oi, governor. Yeah. No, it was like high society British voice. Yeah. And I didn't know if I could pull that off, and I was like, you know what? It's going to be funnier to make her southern. Because yeah. southern accent people are always like, oh, it sounds sound like a hillbilly, sound like a redneck, but she's actually really yeah. smart. And so I was like, it's just going to be funnier, and I can do that voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once you like got all the you know the beginning stuff down, how quickly did you come, the rest of the character come into focus? It, it actually happened pretty quick, and I was kind of surprised because I was afraid of kind of losing the backstory. Cause I wasn't sure, like we didn't know what our quests were going to be or what we we're going to do. And I was like, I don't know how to, I wasn't sure how to incorporate her and make her real from what I had come up with. And, but as we mm-hmm. started going, like Jess really worked with our <laughs> stories to kind of help us develop our characters more. And she just kind of came out. And so like, I ended up like, I was looking back on it one day. I was like, Oh, she really has started doing these characteristics I put with her mm-hmm. and things like that. Cause like she, one thing was, um, she doesn't always, consider the consequences when it comes to like obtaining knowledge so she's real quick to like throw herself and put herself at risk sorry yeah cat. that's fine <laughs> it scared me it's like what the fuck <laughs> um but yeah she's she she's been fun i really awesome. like her and she's she's definitely more outspoken than i am in real life because she's that's great and like she's she doesn't really understand when it's inappropriate to say stuff so I can get away with saying some inappropriate stuff. And so that's fun. That's good. Yeah. I, I yeah. You always want to vent a little bit, yeah. which is nice. Um so that's it, Aaron. All right. We're at the end of the episode. That was fun. Thank you thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we finally got to like meet yeah. even though it's through a computer screen. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> whenever you decide to come back to New York, because I know you were there yeah. not that long Maybe ago. My mom wants to go back, so I may be back in okay. the next couple of years. My, myself and Kelsey, we will line up the best friends. Yeah, my mom won't know what to think. She's going to be, who are these no. people? <laughs> Just keep texting you. Yeah. Like, are you Are okay? you safe? <laughs> no, mom, they uh, kidnapped me. <laughs> you, you can't have her back. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm staying here forever. No, yeah. New York's cool. I had a lot of fun there, so I would like to go back. Because I feel awesome. like I didn't get to see a lot. Like, we didn't do a lot of the museums and things like that when we mm-hmm. went, so I'd like to do that. That was well, fun. You just let us know. I will. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug, Aaron? Where can they find you? So Twitter is at NINurse. Mm-hmm. And I do have, same as on Instagram. I actually also have, I need to start working on this again because I've stopped. I have a bookstagram, which is, Ooh. and Instagram is all pictures of books that I've read. And like I try to make it all fancy with filters and stuff. And that is at literary.lunacy. 
Okay, sweet. And then, of course, Slay. We've got the Slay yeah. podcast. New episodes every Friday. Um, mm. I believe we're at Lady Slaycast on Twitter. There's uh, slaycast.com is the website. We have Patreon. Like, you can find it all on there. So Awesome. It's and, been fun. And, is it an every week thing? Yes. So when we get together, we have, unfortunately have to use my schedule because I'm only off like every other weekend. So mm-hmm. when we get together, we try and record two episodes and break that up and release it every Friday. And we're about nice. to start. Uh, we hit our Patreon goal. We should be starting <laughs> to stream it live on Twitch. Ooh. Hopefully this month is what we're shooting for. Like we've got t-shirts now. We've got um, a couple other That's goals. Crazy. We've got a We've got a Discord for our Patreons. Yeah. We've got... Oh, what was the other thing we're doing? How does that feel? It's fun. It was crazy because our first episode, our first week, we tracked it. Um, We kept up with it when we released it because we did a lot of promotion before with all of us. Yeah. We hit number 61 on the gaming category for our first episode. That's awesome. And it was amazing. And it was all thanks to really the community because they really Mm -hmm. helped our listens and get the word out there. Like Justin's huge with promoting our social media. Yeah. So thank you, Justin. And um, <laughs> we kept, I think Kaylee looked up, we're on Stitcher as well. And she looked mm-hmm. that up and she was like, we're at, they, the way they track their podcast, they don't break it down into categories. So it's like out of all their podcasts, I think we're at like 11,000 something, Wow, which isn't wow. terrible. But she was like, when we started our first episode, we were at 33,000. Yeah. So we've moved up that much in a month. That's crazy. And it's, it's been crazy. It's, but it's so fun. We really like doing it. So. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely go check out Slay because the ladies are super talented and creative. And it, from what little I've listened to, it's it it just feels like a lot of fun. It is, <laughs> and that's what you want out of it, exactly. right? You just want to yeah, you want to have a good time. Um, you can find me at Hoodat Ninja seventy three on Twitter, PSN. I have an Instagram. Don't have any posts, but if you want some free likes, I'm your guy. Uh, you can find this show on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny. Uh, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Best Friends Talk Funny, wherever you listen, do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, comment. If you want to be on the show, let me know, and I'll add you to my gigantic list. I think it's like 80 people along right now. Oh, wow. So, That's yeah. awesome, though. Uh, it is. It's super awesome. It's it's insane to me that this idea is actually happening, and I'm doing it, because it's, like you said earlier, I'm a very shy guy, yeah. and I didn't know if I'd be able to pull it off. And I'm just happy people are willing to come on and talk because yeah. that's what I want to do. And it is. It's something. Um, it's like I like listening to stuff like that because I've always, always did like talk radio before I got into podcasts. Yeah. It was NPR all the time, and that's yep. not always entertaining. But I love listening to people talk. Like I yeah. used to. Like my big one now is like my favorite murder because mm-hmm. I love I love murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your other gag topic was what, Eric? Um, would you want to watch someone die? <laughs> <laughs> and the short answer would be no no for no. me at least well i've mine was gonna like i've seen it happen you don't want to watch yeah. it like it's not it's not there's no dignity really in it like it's we'll we'll, we'll tease that for when you're on again yeah in the future. we'll do that next time <laughs> and until next time remember be kinder to one another bye bye